A new day dawns over the landscape of the South American division. Soon, people will begin their day. Soon, streets will be filled. Students will fill their classrooms, and people will go about their daily business. Welcome to the South American division. South America, the name of the fourth largest continent on Earth, conjures up a variety of images. For some, it's the large cities of South America. For others, it's the mighty Amazon and once vast rainforests. For others, it's the towering mountains of the Andes. And for some, it's the white sand beaches. For Adventist Mission, South America represents millions of unreached people. Ask a Seventh-day Adventist what they know about mission in South America, and they may remember the names of Adventist pioneer missionaries, such as the Stalls and Hallowells. Although well-known, these two families were just two of many who contributed to the growth of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in South America. Today, there are more than two million Seventh-day Adventists in South America worshiping in some 10,000 churches. While that represents tremendous growth, there's still much to be done. In an area with more than 318 million people, only two million are Seventh-day Adventists. The Seventh-day Adventist Church is growing in South America thanks to active lay people and dedicated pastors, global mission pioneers, and Christian teachers. In recent years, Seventh-day Adventist leaders recognize the increasing challenge of reaching people in large urban areas. People in cities are busy, secularism is growing, and people in urban areas often spend their social time with a close circle of friends. Today, more than half of the people on Earth live in urban areas. In South America, some estimates put the urban population as high as 80%. Sao Paulo is Brazil's largest city, with a population of some 11 million in the city itself and nearly 20 million in the metropolitan area. Seven years ago, Pastor Kleber Gonçalves left Andrews University, where he had been studying and returned to Brazil. He had a dream of starting a church in the heart of the city, in an area where starting a new church wouldn't be easy. Traditionally, we had not been very successful in reaching a secular and postmodern people in this city. Actually, right now where we are, close by the financial center of Sao Paulo, Paulista Avenue, in the past 47 years, we have not been able as church to start any churches in this area. Despite the difficulties of the past, Pastor Kleber gathered together a small group of Adventists and planted a new church called Nova Semente. Nova Cement, the, the meaning of the name is New Seed. And it comes from Zacchaeus' experience. That little short man, he wanted to see Jesus, says the Bible text. So he was uh, looking for a place and he found a little tree in which he could hide. And there, sitting on a branch of a sycamore tree, he could finally see Jesus. Today, 
Nova Semente, the new seed, has grown into a large and vibrant church here in the business district of one of Brazil's largest cities. Every Saturday or Sabbath, they have three services. The first one is uh, 10 a.m. in the morning. It's mainly for the members and for the new converts. So we have a very strong discipleship uh, program in which we uh, teach the church about our mission, our vision as church. We help them to develop this close relationship with Jesus Christ. During the morning service, families are invited to participate. Each week, members fill out prayer requests, bring them to the front and place them in a box. The box is locked and a family that has recently joined the church is chosen to take the box home. During the week, they pray for the requests of their newfound church family. Church members are also asked to pray for the prayer needs in the box. Every Sabbath, Vera and Marcio open their home and invite new people for a meal and fellowship. Marcio is a chef, and he's happy to share his culinary skills with people from his church. And Vera has found a way that God can use her. When I started coming here, I realized that I didn't have a specific talent. I saw people singing or going to prayer groups or doing the discipleship and I was asking God to use me. I was doing these lunches already and I realized that God was telling me that this was the way to serve Him, bringing people together to have this fellowship after church. When Vera started going to Nova Semente, Marcio was going to another church. Marcio was praying that Vera would come back to their old church. Vera was asking God to help Marcio know that Nova Semente was the church for him. Today, Vera and Marcio are actively involved at Nova Semente. I try to give all the love I felt the church was giving me and give it back to these people who are coming here for the first time. Services don't end with morning worship and lunch at Nova Semente. In the afternoon, they have a special program for their neighbors, and members are involved in putting on the program. In the afternoon, everything changes. The members, they uh, are fired up to serve. So we have uh, dozens of volunteers. Uh, you just saw for this program to, to be able to run, we had at least 80 people involved as volunteers in various ministries. In the afternoon, the church focuses intentionally on secular and postmodern people. And a little later, starting at 8, we have another service in the mezzanine focusing on, on youth. So we have our young people involved. It has also an evangelistic approach, so they can bring them friends. So the only difference between the afternoon service to the night service is the way we communicate. Although Nova Semente is drawing people to the church, Nova Semente's members are also going out. One of these members is Audrey. One day, she stopped and bought some vegetables from some boys selling by the side of the road. While she was talking with them, she asked where they lived. They offered to show her, and soon she found herself in one of the poor areas of Sao Paulo. After the visit, Audrey promised to come back. She started going back and taking food and clothes donated by church members and friends. When she saw they didn't have proper sewage and water, she started visiting City Hall and knocking on doors. 
She visited office after office, meeting with one official after another, until finally improvements were made in that neighborhood. She and her husband, Alfred, still visit to talk with the friends and to lend a helping hand when they can. We've been helping him to build his home. Um, that was a problem for him because he was living in other people's houses. Although it has taken years of work in this challenging area, more than 90 people have been baptized, and more are taking Bible studies. While Nova Semente is near the financial hub of Sao Paulo, many churches are in areas where members are struggling to make ends meet. Global mission pioneers and other church planters have started new congregations that have no church building to call home. These congregations yearn for a church building where they can meet and invite their friends. In the South American division, there are two main languages, Spanish and Portuguese. For years, the percentage of Adventist members who speak these languages has remained about even. For some 20 years, South American division leaders have divided up the 13th Sabbath offering between the territories speaking these two languages. Please continue to pray for the people of the South American division. And thank you for supporting the mission offerings and world budget of the Seventh-day Adventist Church that are making such a difference in people's lives around the world.